Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. And working on your classic. That's what we're going to talk about tonight. Because a lot of people think, you know, being a classic, and some are, you know, valuable also, and they don't want to damage anything. Can I actually tinker around and am I going to do any damage basically if I'm working on my classic? Well, look, certainly it's a good question. And I think it also, it depends on a few things, Ori. Number one is it a driver, your classic, or is it a concourse car? Have you got some experience with repairing them, or do you have to go to a professional? So there's all sorts of those things. But let's say they drivers. We're talking about drivers. Yeah, so not concourse collectible classic. Yeah, it could be collectible, but we're talking about drivers. Yeah, okay, drivers, yeah. All right. So, uh, Ori, you had an incident recently? I did, I did, and, you know... <laughs> can't believe I don't know where I did it, but I obviously did do it. The front left-hand guard, just below, in front of the left-hand tyre, a scrape or a scratch, which damaged the black part. Mainly the black? Mainly the black, but it looked like it was a lot of the red when I first looked at it on the uh, bottom of the front left-hand side bumper, as I was saying. And to tell you, Mick, when I saw it, I thought, oh, my God, this is a complete bumper respray here. That's what you thought. And and look, you know, we talked about it. When did it occur? We didn't hear anything. We went on a few drives, so we we're trying to narrow it down of when it occurred. And uh, Correct, because you're hitting potholes accidentally, you know. When you're driving through the hills, there's branches, there's little things that, you know, on the side of the road that you think you're clipping or may not clip, so you don't know where you've done it. And going in and out of driveways, you've got to be really careful if they're so low. Curbs, driveways, always an issue. So and I must for, have done it on a curb. And, well, we found out in the end because we had some photos of the drive day with the Testarossa, if, we remember, if you remember. Well, to be honest, we went back and had a look because Mick did drive the car that day also. Yeah, so we weren't sure who, who did, the did the damage. But we weren't pointing any fingers, were we? At that <laughs> stage. So then uh, with a little bit of investigation, we went back and saw that it was at the first fuel stop. That's correct. It was at the first fuel stop coming in from a, a quite a main road. Correct. So we we know now that we did it because that fuel when you station, say we, well, I did it. I did it. Your son was in the car with me, weighing down the front left hand oh, side. That, I would that have could thought. have been the issue. The passenger in the front, but yeah, did it coming into that service station? But the good thing is, I mean, there's there's a good ending to this story. You were worried about how to deal with it. I said, look, Ori. I've done them before. I've done it on my four, five, six, where you've painted painted the black. You mask it up properly. You prepare it. If you've got the right equipment, and also you know you're elevated a bit. We're lucky that I've got a hoist at home. I said we can deal with it. You, on the other hand, thought no. I said we need to take it to Theo. Let's take it to the uh, professional. Theo, yeah, a professional uh, pro paint panel specialist. Yeah, he's a specialist. It doesn't work for pro paint and panel, but they're another good crowd. We're talking Theo's prestige paint and panel. Correct. But Theo's anyway. prestige paint and panel. And let him show us, can do? Can we fix it, number one? Let him tell us, basically. Or is it, you know, does he need to uh, work on it? So you ended up, we meet met there on the Saturday. And we went there and first thing in the morning... And really, he looked at it for two seconds and said, guys, what are you, yeah, what what do you, you, want to what do? are you doing here? What are you doing here? This is such a simple little job, which I was at ease with. That was fantastic news. But he was good. He actually mixed up the paint for us, yeah. the, the red. I mean, the black I had. Cause, uh, the black you, know, you did always. have. But yeah, getting the right colour red was one that you know, Theo done for us because there's so many different reds when it comes to Ferrari reds. So that's always key, making sure you're getting the right colour match. And then he gave us a few of those little utensils to, 
to dab. Yeah, the dab, the paint. That's for the red. The the black was going to be sprayed. However, what happened was um, I wanted to show Ori uh, a coffee roaster around the corner. So just to tell you a little story, I said, Ori, let's go and grab a coffee. And we left the, left the car at Theo's. We walked across the road to the coffee roaster. By the time we sat down, spoke to another technician there, had a, a very nice coffee from these coffee roasters. I can't remember the name, uh, but they're at Welland in South Australia. Anyway, when we got back, we just take off and, uh, and Theo would, you know, we say see you to Theo and we end up at our place the next day. That's correct. And we get the car and now the front, of the car from the past track day I had done had a few little stone chips, which I call it, you know, a uh, track rash is what I call it. And I thought those little stone chips, I really do need to get those fixed. And we lo said, and behold, they weren't there. No, that's right. But we only noticed them after we painted the the other bit. <laughs> we said, right. well, maybe we'll do the stone chips. That's right. They were already done. Theo had already done it for us. So Theo did it without actually letting us know, which was good of Theo. And uh, he did say, though, which is interesting to know about working on your classic, when you dab the stone chips with the the normal base colour paint, it goes dull. So if you want the shine in it, really, you then got to dab it with the clear coat mixed with the red. Yeah, correct. And, and look, I've had another scratch on the back, uh, which t- was touched up by somebody else, and it just looks like a piece of nail polish painted over the top. It wasn't dabbed correctly, I would say. It was too much paint, and actually does stand the other one on the back left-hand guard. So I agree with uh, what you're saying, Mick. Just be careful how you dab it, and then maybe just a little freshen up uh, once it's uh, sealed in there. And that, if you're not sure with that, you probably can take it to a professional because they'll do different grades of sandpaper, very fine, and get get it smoother than what you know you would do by just dabbing it yourself. Now, I think yeah, we need to uh, reference how big we are talking. We are talking not big at all, a ballpoint pen tip. That's all it is. That's that's what we're talking about, and that's how the little scratches are. They're not massive scratches. So when the one that we fixed was quite significant. Yeah, yeah. that'd have to be 150 mil or so, 200 yeah. mil. And we'll have photos on our Instagram page, and I think there'll be a video of us repairing the car, and you'll see the length. But it is quite easy. And that sense of pride when you do complete something like that, working on your classic, fantastic. But you've done even more work. I mean, you've tinkered in the engine bay. You've changed oils. You've changed hoses. You've pulled dashes apart. You've done unbelievable stuff on your cars. Well, a a lot of the things, if you're keen on it, you've got to have the passion for doing that stuff. But if you're keen on it and make sure you read the maintenance manuals and the workshop manuals, and of course, there's all the forums that you can get information off and YouTube, of course. There's a lot of good information from YouTube and you do get a lot of little ideas. And also ask your technician if you're friendly in that way that they don't mind you working on your bits and pieces, doing the minor services in between the majors. But going back to the the repair on the paint, now, I'm not sure I'd do any bodywork paint repair, but on the bumper, like yours, you've got the right equipment, you've got the right masking tape, one that doesn't peel off the paint, you know, you've got to... Light sand, the paper to cover so no overspray. So I think there was one key. We, We dedicated half a day to do this job. We didn't say, I'll come over in the morning, an hour we'll get it done. So don't rush these things. You've got to allow enough time. You've got to allow enough time because you need the paint to dry and things like that. So we did do that and the preparation, it took us longer to prepare where we were going to work 
than the actual repair itself. Yeah. Well, that's always the you know that's the saying that the the quality is in the preparation. The paint itself at the end is quite quick and dries, and then you do another coat. However, the preparation takes the longest. And as I said, we're fortunate that we had a hoist, so we could get to the to Correct, the side of it, at, of it at head height, which was good. But even your little folder with all the different sandpapers and different grades of sandpapers, I mean, who showed you all those? Who gave you all those to well, use you, at different... You build up over years and, you get, again, uh, from some of the YouTube, but, you know, I've been tinkering with mechanical stuff for years, be it a bit rough sometimes, but you learn and then depending on what you're doing it on is how much care you take. So it's horses for courses, pardon the pun there with the Ferrari, but of, of what you do and how you do it. But I think the end result, Ori, you know, from where it was, you were pretty upset. You know, when you when you'd done it, you were cursing. I, the day I did it, I, I couldn't concentrate. You know, I, honestly, my whole day was ruined because all I could think about was trying to repair that and how was it going to repair and how much was it going to cost me to repair was all going through my head. I know it's repairable. Everything's repairable. And I remember you saying it all the time. But knowing that it was so significant, you could see it when it was parked. It just and that day that I did it or noticed it, we went out to the country and had a beautiful lunch for my father-in-law's birthday, and the car was parked in a beautiful car park, and everyone was looking at the car, but they could all see that scratch on there, and I just felt like, oh god, I've not looked after the vehicle as it should be maintained. Yeah, with that day that you did notice it, I rang, I think you rang me about three times. You sent me the photo, and we had to talk about. It. I said, don't worry about it. We can we can either do it ourselves or we'll take it to a professional and see what they say, but. Knowing what you're going to be like, Ori, I said, look, let's take it there first, see what he says, whether we can do it or not. He saw it and he says, look, I can do a full bumper respray, but, you know, it's it's not a five-minute job. You've got to take it off. And for him to do it properly, it's a different story. And then, you know, where does it stop? But we were able to do it. And, and look, and we fixed up some other spots while we were there also because underneath, that black underneath um, the, the front of the 360, well, in front of the tray, there's a little black section also, which tends to scrape from time to time. As you're driving it, it just happens because, you know, if there's some impurities in the road or whatever or any little uh, speed, ditches, humps. speed humps, it generally, you know, scrapes. So we got to fix those up. And I washed the car yesterday after after I drove it and I looked underneath again and, you know, you can't see anything. Really? And so, yeah. Looked- and... People on yesterday when they saw the car said, oh, where's that scratch you were talking about? Because I can't – I said, you got it professionally fixed, did you? I said, no, 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 we did it ourselves. And no one could believe that you and I actually fixed it. Yeah, that was surprised because, look, as I said, if you use, the, you know, the right preparation and the right paint, the you can get reasonably good quality. And even the spray painters, they'll use the cans, aerosol cans sometimes for spray painting. But now – so is it devalued the car? And what I'm meaning, if I've done the work myself and now all of a sudden I want to sell the car, I must really wouldn't – I would because being the person I would, I must really tell the person, look, I've touched that up and things like that. Well, I've got a book of notes of what I've done to my car. Does it devalue because that wasn't done by a prof- like a proper crash repair? I'm not sure about that. It really depends on what it was. For example, if it was um, damaged, uh, you know, like a repair that 
was done. Car crash. A car yeah. crash or something. That's a little bit different. But, I mean, something like this, there's no body damage in terms of panels. It's just a scratch. It's a, a scratch. scratch. So you're talking about superficial, and we are talking also it's a front bumper. Now, front bumpers, many, many cars have had them resprayed, and more than once. And some I know that, you know, the ones that haven't used the paint protection film, the clear stuff nowadays are going for – would every couple of years would get them sprayed, and to, even the bonnet. And to be honest, what we did, thinking about it, when you go to a dealer or you're buying a car, and there's a few little scratches when you see a car, especially a second-hand vehicle, they'll say, we'll get that touched up. That's what they do, really. They get someone to come in and just touch them up. Yeah, correct? they've got the mobile dent repairers and, you know, rash, uh, you know, body rash or, you know, the gravel rash, whatever, repairers. They come in, they mobile, and they do the same sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, said, you know, I think key is... Number one, you need to really trust the um, the crash repair or the technician you're dealing with in getting the right colour paint. Oh, definitely in that case. Because, you know, otherwise it will stand out, absolutely, and it would look like a, a botched job. Where This is the correct Ferrari paint mix from the factory, that colour, DS. Well, it's 322 DS. 322 so. DS, Rosso Corsa. So... We use the right colour paint. So I think that's a key in anything. Don't just try and touch it up with anything from a, you know, just from any shop. Go and get, you know, someone that you trust to mix the right colour paint. And you've got the code under your bonnet of all the Ferraris. Anyhow, what colour it is. It's certainly the later models you do. In the earlier models, you might have to look at the history books and the resources in that regard. But look, there's no dramas at all working on your, your classic. You do get a fair bit of enjoyment out of it because you're pleased that you've done it sometimes uh, the sum of all the parts cost you more than what you would have done to yeah get but it's it that self-satisfaction like you said of being a, i worked on my car i fixed that right wheels are a little bit different i mean nick's out of wheels i think you need to get them someone professional because that i think do you know how to fix those i don't know well, it depends i have done them uh, i did them on my brother's uh, ford uh, ford uh, mustang yeah when uh, he was getting, but they were steel rims and they had caps, so I painted the steel part, which you know that took a bit, fair bit of time, but it's quite easy and and didn't really matter, and it didn't matter that I got it over the tires because he was getting new tires, so that made it easier for me too. Yeah, uh, see wheels, wheels. I think depending on how they made or how they scratch and how severely, you need to get have a little dents. I know there's those little dent removers that you can purchase and things like that. If it's underneath and not significant on any body panel, maybe you can, definitely, you can definitely play with it. I agree with that. Uh, interior? Oh, interior is another one. I'm not really comfortable with the interior, working on the interior, because you use the wrong po- products and you can damage it. You know, some some of the products have got alcohol in them and, you know, you know whether it's vinyl or leather, you it can make really the careful. buttons even stickier if you use the wrong stuff. So with interior... Uh, I don't really like – I've done it, but I don't really like doing it. Yeah, I think my my advice for interior and having bought the car and there were a few sticky parts, as you know, and we got those redone and recoated uh, correctly, get them all fixed and then just maintain them. Yeah, and that's often with just a damp cloth or something right. like that. I think maintaining is an easier part of ownership than uh, trying to fix something that you, you're not good at. And going back to, you know, the little fixes you can do yourself, what I think is is really good is that 
you know, you don't not as worried when you damage something. You say, oh, no, I'll sort that out, no problem. Like when I saw it on yours, I thought, well, I can fix it, but I knew that you wanted to check it out and make sure, which is fair enough for the first time. But, you know, the the bottom of the bumpers in the black, I've done it on the GT4, I've done it on the 456. It's quite easy and, you know, you know to it, done. In saying that, and you said you can fix it, uh, the, while I was driving home, I remembered another little section, which is where the windscreen wiper on the 360 at the front sometimes clips the bonnet. There's a little. I said we could have dabbed that little part there, so we may have to work on that. In uh, red. In, in red, red, yeah. Because yeah. there's a little section there. But speaking about the windscreen wiper, when you know, I had the incident where it didn't work and wouldn't, now we know how to fix that. It's Correct. that tightening of that bolt. And that, That's right. So you know what? If it was to happen again, I most probably wouldn't take it to Mario or to the technicians because I know how to fix that now. It right? was a simple little bolt. And I think that's that's a lesson that you learn. If you do tinker and play around or you do ask an expert, you're going to learn yourself. And a lot of little stuff you must really can do. You can do. As long as you've you you know you've got the passion and endeavour to do it. You know, And you can. And it's it's very enjoyable. I mean, we had a great afternoon. That Let's was it. Was a good afternoon, yeah. And as I said, you know, if anything happens, whether it's uh, interior, exterior, have have the nerve to go and do something, uh, but make sure you're not take, doing more damage and you have to get it fixed more than what yeah, it was 100%. In, the, in the beginning. Well, we're going to have a video of us fixing the car. Our YouTube channel is coming out soon, so uh, you'll enjoy and see the steps that we did take. But I, I did uh, tell a family member who is a crash repair the steps we went to in preparing the car. And he turned around and looked at me and said, you actually did that. You sanded back, you taped, you put... I said, yeah, we done all that. We cut the stencil out for the spraying and you did all that. I said, yeah, we did all that. I said, it took four of us <laughs> half a day to do. Not one. He goes, well, I was about to give you a job because that is exactly the process that they do at the shop. So, you know, ask the questions from the professionals. They're going to tell you exactly how they do them themselves. Yeah. I mean, that, that job for them would have been a, you know... A, a, a fiddly job that they must really wouldn't want to do anyhow. No, they they would rather do the whole bumper than do that little bit, little bit. Correct. But, yeah. So you know, and one of them in in terms of when you prepare it was you know the prep wash or the grease and wax remover because you want to make sure that between sanding you've taken off all the dust and any fingerprints, oil in your fingers and things like that because that makes a difference on the, the quality Finish of the product. final product. Right, and I didn't know that. Lucky you bought that spray out because like, what, what are we spraying here now? So you need someone that tells you these things, all, all the steps. Now I know all the steps but I would have just wiped it down myself with a cloth and off we go and paint. Yeah. And that might be okay sometimes but it's to be more foolproof it's better that you do it the right way. All right. Well, I think we can answer, you know, if you've got little jobs to do, please work on your cars. Yeah. yeah have and, a bit of fun. Enjoy and them. And you'll enjoy it. And, and, and you can get them back on the road quite quickly. So. We'll wa- leave it there. Watch the video. We will have a video on this, this episode. So, uh, yeah. And like, like always, you can catch us on Instagram. And, of course, now we're also on uh, TikTok. So you might see something on there. And, um you any can, any questions on any the website? Any questions on the website, mickandori at gmail.com. Um, so thank you, Ori, and uh, we're going to leave it there. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, guys.